0: Hey, this is cool, this is going to be a big hit. I would be like the singer at a jazz club next to the piano. That was the first time that I was like, wow, I can do it. He's
1: so emotional and so raw and so real with how he delivers his music. 13-year-old me,
0: rock and roll.
1: I came out of the session and went, oh my gosh, this is it, this is the sound.
0: She was so real. When she'd be rapping and singing, it felt like he was kind of at the church again. Hello, and welcome to What Did I Say?, where Atlantic Records talks with artists about songs they made, songs they like, and songs they'd like to have made. It's an inside look into the craft of songs from the artists themselves. Today, we spoke with Atlantic Records artist, Milk. After a decade of independent releases and gigs around her hometown of Los Angeles, the singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and poet Connie Lim confidently created and carried an instant classic of a generational anthem in the form of her smash single, Quiet. Traveling to the historic Women's March in Washington, DC in 2017, Milk teamed up with 25 female singers whom she had never met and delivered seven acapella flash mob performances of Quiet on the streets. A video of the flash mobs was captured by the award-winning director Alma Horrell and went viral after being posted on her Facebook page, drawing over 14 million plays in just two days. After being signed to Atlantic, Milk and her music have been featured in Variety, Vanity Fair, The New York Times, and many, many more. To put it simply, Nylon said she is a newfound voice, one that's empowered and emboldened by her dreams. When Milk was in New York City at the Atlantic Record Studios, we got to hear her story. Her EP, This Is Not The End, is available now.
2: What was your first favorite song?
1: My first favorite song, oh, The Carpenters. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, my parents had The Carpenters like, Best Compilation CD, and my sister and I would put it into the CD player, and um, we would dance to it. I think I was maybe th- five years old. Um, why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? that song That's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah and her voice oh my goodness was incredible and i didn't even realize that she plays drums while she sings i mean it's incredible yeah so the carpenters
2: do you remember the first song you memorized the it first Could be piano could be singing like that first song oh. where, like, i know every second
1: <laughs> the, well this is so classical nerdy um minuet and g um yeah, by Beethoven. And you knew that by heart. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah That's the first song I memorized. That's yeah. a good one.
2: <laughs> Do you remember the first song or album bought? You remember buying
1: the first with your own money? Oh, with my own money. Oh man, <laughs> this is gonna say so much about my childhood. Uh The first album I bought with my own money was Christina Christmas by Christina. <laughs> i know i know yeah 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 Yeah, you know no i'm not
2: judging (laughs) there was something i had to read a thing on my computer
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm, sure (laughs) no there's timeless 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 But honestly, I like a lot of the music that deeply influenced me. Um, were CDs, you know, my sister bought, but like, you know, she would play me with Sarah McLaughlin, Jewel, and uh, Tori Amos, and then Boys to Men and New Ad- New Edition. Yeah, I was yeah. Just
2: thinking about Boys to Men yesterday,
1: they're still killing it
2: i remember listening this girl in sixth grade didn't want to talk to me or something and so i listened to it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday like (laughs) a thousand times in my room on like a tape deck i round it and like played it again but i like i don't know why but like that record still
1: it healed you it healed (gasps) you from your sixth grade heartbreak that's big (laughs)
2: there wasn't a yesterday at all there was no today <laughs> why would, why did that song help that it, it wasn't like anything helped <laughs> well, or anyway
1: it's funny how we actually um heal from songs in different ways even if the lyrics aren't related to that maybe yeah. it's like something about the melodies and sonics just help us get through <laughs> i don't know that's funny
2: it wasn't christina aguilera yeah um no offense. i'm
1: <laughs> just joking <laughs> that's you know what i am i am you know being what? upfront to about for
2: it i'm gonna listen to it for christmas yeah for you.
1: yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> Oh
2: no. i'm gonna i'm gonna have my nephews
1: learn <laughs> because you know what all the good music like my sister and my parents provided with like the marvin Gaye and the john like the beatles and all that so then i had to go out and just corrupt yeah, our play-
2: you, yeah you just had to rebel a little bit with, with, yeah with it's fine uh is there a specific song of yours that you felt you took to the next level like i'm making i'm writing these songs um which one were you like it could even be an old song that you used to Play at the hotel bar uh, or lobby. What was there? One that, that like, this like, is it. Oh, uh, that- I can do this. Like I'm gonna make another beautiful. I'm gonna make another big song. I'm gonna make another big song. Like it took you to that next level.
1: Oh right, right. There is a song that I wrote uh, in 2009 called Now, and it was uh, it's a waltz rhythm song, and um, I wrote it for a friend who was going through a breakup, and um, I wrote it after a full day of feeling totally discouraged because I tried to write a song the entire day and I couldn't and I remember being frustrated and I got it from the piano and I accidentally pushed these two notes as I was getting up from the piano and I was like and it kind of sparked something and I wrote the song in three hours and that was the first time I experienced this like magic because it wasn't me writing it it felt like I was just kind of picking notes and words from the air and just putting it down. But that was the first high I got from magical songwriting. Um, and so from that day on, I've been chasing that high since, and I, I get it once in a while. Quiet was one of those where mm-hmm. I wrote it in the three and a half hours. But, um, yeah, it's that high. <laughs> yeah. Um, who,
2: is there a musical influence that people will be surprised that you have?
1: That's such a good question. A musical influence that I, that people would be surprised. Ooh, there are a lot. Um, Let me try to think about one now. Um, Jack Johnson. um, When I was in intermediate school i was listening to his on and on album and the way he wrote about political and social things in a really gentle way really influenced me so i don't make like that type of music but um like his his like the time when he was he was just coming off his surfing career, um, and you know, Tupac is a really like big one for me because he was, he's so emotional and so raw and so real with how he delivers his music, and he says things that sometimes you know, as as a woman, some of the things like I was like I prefer that he didn't say that, but you know, outside of those lyrics, what I appreciated from him was that he made timeless and honest music. So I try to aspire to do that, like be raw, like how he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm definitely not like a rapper. <laughs> yeah. I remember telling that when I first moved to LA and I was playing with some like really hip musicians, you know, and I told them about how I like Jack Johnson. Like they kind of went, "Ugh," you know, but I was like, you know what? I'm not going to pretend that he didn't affect me just because he's not like the quote unquote coolest yeah. influence, right? Because he, he, he at least is just doing what, who he is like he's just jack johnson yeah
2: i worked with a similar artist michael franti oh, from Spearhead. oh yeah. he's i worked with him great and just it, it, he has this aura he has this feeling and you're like you can't not smile or understand what he's doing when he's in your presence yeah and I think that's a really as an artist that is such a big thing to
1: totally yes I was going to say Bob Marley is a big influence as well that people might not expect. But I just love how he has some songs that are so quote unquote simplified and they just get to the core. And I feel like he disarms so many different types of people like he could bring people of all different backgrounds to his concert and that's i think a musician like that's the apex of bringing peace into the world yeah it's
2: everybody in one place doesn't Mm -hmm. matter anything yeah Yeah. you're right about bob marley Mm -hmm. um when you're recording a song are you picturing anybody listening to it like who's your audience no it's hard yes you want everybody in the same room but like is there like one person you see
1: when i when i write music i try to right to the underdog um the people who are hurting at that moment um and so you know I've taken a lot of time to specify what that vision is of who I'm singing to because I think it's really powerful to get super specific I think it really dilutes an artist's power to try to please everybody I've I really disagree with that philosophy um uh, so I think about actually who I was you know I'm as a Eleven year old girl who was obsessed with Aaliyah and Missy Elliott and in um, and- you know, they didn't look like me and they came from a different background and I would scour through magazines to try to find someone who looked like me. And I felt like such an outsider. Um, and I also felt unheard by my family. So I felt super alone. And I remember when I was younger, I promised myself, I was like, okay, even though I don't see anyone in the magazines now that look like me, maybe I will be that girl. And so I want to sing to those girls that are having those moments, those boys too, or genders in between that are having those moments of feeling super alone. Um, because songs helped me feel like I wasn't alone and I could go into a world and dream bigger than what my current background was. Um, so that's who I imagine.
2: Uh, is there a recent song you discovered and had to share with your friends?
1: Oh man.
2: Or you could just say someone needs to listen to Chopin again. You could say, <laughs> guys, have you heard this movement? It is just slamming. <laughs>
1: Let me think about this. Cause there is, I like, I'm trying to recall. Hold on. Give me a second. Cause I
2: think of my text messages. Cause I'm like, okay, when did I like text a song to somebody? Right, to right,
1: right, right. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm really into this band Joseph. They're an up and coming band. They're three sisters. Um, and they have a song called white flag. Um, I mean, that is just the tip of the iceberg for them. They feel like, to me, um, Wilson Phillips mixed with Dixie Chicks, mixed with the Doobie Brothers, with the Doobie Brother Harmonies, they hold it down on a live show. I've seen them live twice in the past month already. I'm a fan. Um, So, them and also Muna, Muna, I Know a Place, is, like, a beautiful, beautiful song. is um, also a three-girl band as well. And I Know a Place, in their music video is, like, such a peace-promoting video. I absolutely love it.
2: That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first time you heard one of your songs in public?
1: I remember uh, this local cafe that uh, is near my... Uh, west side apartment and um, I had given them a CD years before and um, I walked past them like two years later and they were playing my CD and I and I so I walked in and, and the baristas remembered me and they're like we're trying to support you which is really cool and that was a few years ago so they were trying to rep their local artists which is awesome that's great yeah uh,
2: what do you hear in other songs What what do you connect with when you hear other songs like, what do you first connect with? Like, I connect with the guitar as a guitar mm. player. I, like, I hear the notes before the lyrics. Lyrics are last. Is there something when you,
1: what do I, you pick out? I, c- I pick out melodies, like, um, with either vocal or any of the melodic instruments. If it's a synth, the synth, if it's the guitar. Guitar speaks to me a lot, especially when it's kind of, like, those, like, kind of gentle, rhythmic, elect- uh, electric guitar lines. I freaking love those types of lines. Um, and, and then lyrics come afterwards um but almost at the same time by the second half of the song i'm listening to the lyrics but i always view songs like um the melody and the instrumentation all that uh the beat is the body of the song and the lyrics is the soul so usually you know like if i'm like seeing somebody that's walking by i see their body and i catch their aura which is i think that those musical elements and then if i get to know them it's like their soul which is the lyrics so, yeah, I'm similar to you in that I do that, too. I like
2: that. Uh, last one, your musical dream. I know that it's getting signed and all that stuff, but that bigger one that you wake up from that that dream that you kind of had nodding off or from that, that night out or something, what are those dreams?
1: I do have a dream, you know, if it's one particular dream, I have a vision of singing a duet with Bono in a stadium. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just Christina Aguilera. I know, I know, you know. Um I
2: don't mean to make fun of her. I just (laughs) love that you were embarrassed about saying it, so I just kept going
1: with it. I know. It was like I could have I could have chosen something super like cool and edgy you know, but I was like ex Tina, not even Christina, ex Tina Christmas (laughs) album. Um, she's super talented. Um, she totally is. Yeah. So how about this? Bono,
2: Christina Aguilera, and you on stage. How about that?
1: You know what? <laughs> My head would explode because <laughs> the idea of them being on the same stage at once also is mind-boggling to me. Um, There's the dream. But the ultimate dream, honestly, is to like just continuously making um, good work. Like I want to look back when I'm 60 and just be super proud of a really healthy, like, hard-worked catalog of music. And I want to be able to play really great jazz piano. And it's so hard, but I'm like hoping by the time I'm in my 60s, I can just jam out in my living room. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. Awesome.
0: Thanks to Milk for coming on What Did I Say? Find more about her at milkmusic.com. That's M I L C K music.com. Our theme music is by Max Frost. Be sure and catch up on all the Atlantic Records podcasts at AtlanticPodcasts.com. Thank you for listening.